Okay. Well, this um, this is the Isocast. Oh, I'm Corey. <laughs> Normally, I I have not been uh, bringing uh, a beer to to these sessions. Oh, look at you! Yeah, so I've got a, a Sapporo going on here. But oh, I'm still I'm man. wearing like um, athleisure workout mm-hmm. wear, so that means that this is not like sitting around drinking a beer. It's athletic drinking. I think so. There's a I there's something that one, changes. Right? I thought we were not doing that. You said you weren't buying beer anymore. I have. Well, I haven't been buying as much beer (laughs) maybe maybe i should have been more clear you qualified that have you ever noticed that there's something that happens though the days that you wake up and uh we don't go anywhere because you can't right but you you maybe are not necessarily going to exercise but you you still put on exercise clothes like i'm wearing brand new running shoes right now (laughs) (laughs) what you got you got the uh the new balance no, I've been buying Allbirds. Oh, yeah, nice. it's this company that uh, Leo DiCaprio wears them. So, yeah. so should I? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> My dad once went shoe shopping, as dads do, and he went into the store with a white pair of New Balances, and came out of the store, perch- having purchased a exact same pair of white. <laughs> new balance he just didn't exchange i want to say is that the is that the pluralization <laughs> or is it news balance like attorneys general mm-hmm. I, like, I like i like the oh oh i like that balances i'm thinking it was my grandmother on my father's side mm-hmm. used to you know when she would like a pair of shoes or a shirt or something would buy uh, several of them, like copies yep. of them, so that she had fresh ones in boxes, which sounds great in theory, until one day um, you realize that you've got closets full of unused clothes that are maybe even out of fashion at this point. I mean, most people buy things and then never wear them. Can you imagine buying 10 of the same thing and then never wearing them? I fantasized about this, right? Like I, you know, I'm... I. Years ago, I switched to V-neck T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Before, I'm like, I'm not doing that. What am I like? Get a German Shepherd and an El Camino and slippers. Yep, slippers. <laughs> and that's it. Lotions. You know, I give up. <laughs> but then I, you know, somebody bought a bunch for me, and they. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty nice. So I've been on the quest for you know the perfect V-neck, right? The right fit. It's not too tight under the arms. It doesn't make my belly look too big. You know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. The V is not too deep. And I fantasize, no, like my grandmother may be fantasized that once I find this ultimate V-neck, I'm going to buy like 50 of them, like different colors and an assortment of them and just load my closet with exactly like the perfect shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But? Haven't found it. Okay. (laughs) And I realized that's pretty nutty. Is there a perfect V-neck though? Because that's like, it's Mm -hmm. it's the shirt that people talk about, but then I've never, I've bought a few. I have, I have a few. I don't love them. They don't fit quite right. It's really, it's hard. Here's my experience. Um, Tight. Yeah. There's a, there's a company 
I think it's Johnny Vavartos or something like that. I don't know. I, I've been buying uh, some of his clothing. And it's really expensive when you buy it like new. You know, you go to his store and like there's, there's mm-hmm. one in like in New York and one in Toronto. And you go in and it's like this T-shirt is $300. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it lasts but forever. You put it on. They don't. <laughs> you, know, you put it on. <laughs> And it's perfect. Like the fit, the feel, the fabric, the everything. Um, you have to wait and you find other stores that sell them later off season. You can pick it up for 75 bucks. So okay. I'm pretty close to finding the perfect V um, because I found the designer that I think understands how to, to fit a shirt to a man's torso. Uh-huh. See, that's important too. Cause a lot of, I mean, unless you're spending $300, I don't think a lot of this is, is tailored to the man's body. I was you know, they got the generic men's fashion, like my dad and he's, he's very happy <laughs> buying the same thing again and again. But I, I don't think, I think he's the outlier in that. I think most people, I like variety differences and I, I find t-shirt shopping difficult. Have you ordered clothing online now that we're in COVID days? No, I haven't bought any clothes. Nothing. Nothing. I don't need clothes. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I'm wearing clothes now. <laughs> what do I need? I have my bicycle shorts like you that I wear pretty much every day as I uh-huh. don't go anywhere. And it's been really hot. So t-shirts have been optional around my house. Okay. You're not worried like you're going to end up with a barrel? <laughs> like that's it? You, you ran out of clothes? Baby. Maybe, but uh, not yet. Okay. I'll get there. Yeah. Have you seen though? There's these applications on on the telephones that you point at your body in its underwear, and it shows you how big you are mm-hmm. or small you are in varieties of areas, and then tailors clothes to fit your uh, <clears throat> your shape. <laughs> Whatever it may that? be. Would you point your phone at your naked body? I would do that. I haven't. <laughs> that was a quick answer. I think that sounds fun. I think I'm very interested in to, in what that would. They're they're just they're expediting the go shopping with a friend, get advice. They're just saying we're we're your friends. We're your advice. This is what you need. You can make the decision if you want to do it. But I, I that's what I want when I go shopping. I just want someone to tell me this is good. This is not good. This will suit you. This doesn't. And if the app does that and the size, I, I like that. That's appealing to me. All of this seems to qualify for me the things that I've liked doing and some of the things I've resisted doing, like buying a bed on the internet, mm. sheets on the internet, beach towels on the internet, pointing phones at my naked torso on the internet <sighs> to buy clothing, you know, shoes. Like I'm, there was forever you think, well, you got to go try on shoes. And you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Because <laughs> you can you send don't. them back. Right? Sheets, the same thing. We we got some new sheets from Casper. Linens. Nice. They're mm. very nice. But apparently they have a, a two, two week, maybe three week kind of try it out phase and you can send them back. So I don't know what they do with the sheets that get sent back. Because, right. you know, did we buy someone's trial sheets that they no, rolled around? I think it's weeks? like the beds. They, you know, I bought a Haven mattress. And bowl and branch sheets. These are not sponsors. And uh, I got, boy, did I make a mistake on the sheets because I ordered them from the U.S. And oh, man. Never showed up? 
No, they they arrived after I paid lots and lots of taxes and customs and duties and boy did i pay for sheets <laughs> but and a mattress anyway you return them and it's i think in some of the mattress companies they donate them to homeless shelters that's what i've heard i don't know if that's true Ooh, okay. i could be making that a part of and the sheets i think they are uh, disposed of because you can't like you're gonna buy somebody's yeah, i don't can't. like these sheets no yeah you yeah. can't i hope not can't do that but this uh, is COVID related though. Yeah. Because I, I'm wondering, like, do you, what is the shopping experience mm. for you now if there is an experience for you? For online shopping? Just like going to a store. Like the online part, I think we've all yeah. kind of. Really I feel, I, feel I, I think it's, it's the same as it's been for the last three months. I just, I've gotten used to it. So we, I don't really don't think about it too much anymore. You know, you bring your mask to go to the store to the grocery store and you go do your shopping and everyone stays away from you and you stay away right. from them and you buy, you know, I don't touch anything that I don't plan on buying. And if I do touch it and then I, I kind of think, well, now I have to buy it. I don't really want to put it back on the shelf. I don't really go to too many stores that aren't food related, you know, the odd one. Um, yep. But, you know, I'll hop in. If there's people in there, I don't go in. If there's only a couple, I'll hop in for a minute or two, check it out and then take off i'm pretty comfortable with the the masked shopping experience I, I mean that's the market experience right we're talking essentials plus right. <laughs> you know we're, we're i mean i don't need a lot of the things i'm still buying in the grocery do you have store. people that like it's i every now and then in toronto is pretty good with the mask thing but there's always one per, no it's sometimes one person walking around like a shopper's drug mart or a supermarket without a mask on no. and it's weird it look yeah it's kind of strange we don't have it here. Okay. Um, masks province-wide are mandatory. We have the dick noses, right? The, mm. the folks that are like, I don't need this over my nose. Like, right. Okay, that's, yeah, you do, but whatever. <laughs> um, we got the chin strappers always in the parking lot, right? Mm -hmm. um, we've got the the rear view mirror danglers. I've noticed uh, that. It's the new yeah. air freshener. Mm -hmm. I keep mine. You know the little hook that's in the back seat of your car for hanging mm -hmm. your jacket? That's where mine hang. And uh, they get blasted with UV light. I still wash them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not walking around with dirty masks. But God, I, no. I'm wondering though, like, have you done the, like the shopping shopping? Like today is a lovely day. I'm going to go to the outdoor shopping mall or I'm going to go. Not really. To the I mean, I'm, that's not me. I don't do that. My partner has, we've gone <laughs> a few places. We She likes plants. So we've gone to some nurseries and plant mm -hmm. shops and stuff, but not those, like, privately owned individual store street front stores we right. have i'm pretty sure she has not i definitely have not been in a mall since february maybe and we were biking around town last week i want to say a beautiful day just on our bikes around and we were up in our old hood because we moved and they've i assume all of us have done this where they've blocked off traffic in one lane and they've set up yeah. like the restaurant patio type of thing yeah and there was no it was three o'clock in the afternoon on a wednesday so nobody was around nobody was there the restaurant was empty hey you want to have a beer let's have a beer we so we sat in traffic while they got the cones <laughs> set up so it was kind of a unique experience sure and that was our first time quote unquote at a restaurant if that counts at being at a restaurant wow in this phase three and then we were trying to think when was the last time she and I sat at a restaurant, not takeout, not delivery. Actually went, we couldn't, we couldn't think of it. It's got to be like January. I have no idea what it would be. That's funny. I was, you know, we, we have something similar going on in Montreal 
Um, I mean, that's always been the case. They sometimes block off parking and turn it into Mm -hmm. a terrace, right? Uh, A patio, as we say in Ontario. And then in um, now in COVID days, it's like they're just blocking off streets, right? Yeah. (laughs) Which is great. I mean, and it's, it's functional. I still think people are packed a little tight for not wearing masks while they're eating, but whatever. No, it doesn't make me, I wouldn't go for dinner. I'm not there yet. And that's what the waiter said to us. We we asked if they were open because there was zero people there. Everyone's at work or whatever. And oh yeah, yeah, come on. And we're just chatting. How's it going? And he's like, yeah, you know, phase three now, Toronto, we're we're allowed to sit inside, but he's like, no one's doing it, at least at that restaurant. And he's like, I wouldn't either. I work here, but you know, restaurants are still cutting corners, trying to make back some profits and yep. just, and he just said people, people aren't there yet. At least in, in that place, Toronto, we're not there yet. I don't think. We're traumatized as people, I think still, you know, so it's weird. Like you feel like, I feel oddly guilty. I can't speak for others. I feel oddly guilty going into some of these situations where it's like, I really don't need to be here, but I also at the same time want to support that you are here. Mm-hmm. I, I took the car in for like a service and, you know, oil change, all that stuff. And uh, had like two hours to kill. And I'm in the middle of, you know, wherever. And it used to be, it's like, I'm going to just jump on the subway, go downtown, do shit. But now, like, you, you know, this, what are you going to do? <laughs> there's, there's nothing you're going to do. So I'm like, okay. So I went to like Toys R Us and just, you know, kind of sadly moped around there. <laughs> and then, you know, thanked people. Just for something to do. And, yeah. Like, I'm going to go get some breakfast. So I went to like an Allo Mococo. We, for some reason, we have all of these breakfast joints in Quebec. It's all they're eating is breakfast in the morning. And then like, I think it's just cheese and, and French fries at night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get breakfast pretty much till three o'clock anywhere, any day. And there's like six options all across the street from each other everywhere. So I went into this one because I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to get, you know, some sausages and stuff. You know how it is. You know, you just, you got to have that sometimes. Yep. So that was my first restaurant experience all by myself. On the inside? This, on the inside. They oh. had tables on the outside, but okay. I looked on the inside and it was all booths. <laughs> and it was every other booth. I'm like, well, this is this is safe as hell. Booths are deep. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Booths are deep. It's already got a barrier. All the PPE all over the staff. Uh, there's al- there's almost nobody in there. So I'm like, I don't, there's no way this restaurant is sustaining itself. But I'm gonna have some sausage. So I went in and I ordered it and it was, it was odd, right? It was very odd. And, uh, I went back and, and talked to my partner and it's like, we had the same dialogue. When was the last time that we mm-hmm. went to a restaurant and sat down, and ordered food and drink? And we still really haven't come up with it. See, yet. we can't either. We have no idea. And I honestly don't know. It's, it's so long ago. And maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm being too careful because my my partner's a nurse and she's 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 ready. I think she's ready to go back to a restaurant, but she won't go if I'm not comfortable. And we were out of town a couple of days ago. We went for dinner. At, we planned to go for dinner at this place and it was busy because it's a tourist town. And they have a patio and an indoors and there are people sitting inside and outside. And I said, if we can't sit outside, I don't want to I don't want to eat here. I don't want to go inside. Yeah. I'm not there yet. But maybe I'm just being overly cautious. I don't know. No, I heard this well put, I think, in in the outset of the lockdown, that if we are too vigilant and we go too far with it and it works, we have two choices. We can say we were way too vigilant. We went way overboard. Or we can say, you know, that's what we needed to do and it works. (laughs) 
because we don't really know either way, but we get to choose. Right. And I'm, I'm trying to continue to opt into the camp that it's like, it's important that we're too vigilant because it's working. Right. Um, but, but now I'm kind of in this, I'm in this place where I'm not going through the COVID fatigue to a point where it's like, I, I got to go out and, and scream at people at a concert. I mean, that'd be nice, but I'm not there. But I, I am getting to the place where I don't know if I'm ready to go sit in a restaurant. Like if I need it that much, because the, ex the experience of the restaurant often is the reason why you go. It's not just the good food. It's the right. ambiance. It's the... Maybe there's a little of music yeah. or something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And you're, you know, there's other people and you're in, interacting with folks. That's a thing. You know, it's, just, it's a shared experience. We're all sharing the experience of eating this delicious food. And sometimes I, I'm like, well, if we're all just sitting there and we're sharing the experience of awkwardly trying to navigate how to safely eat our food. And that is the, the denominator of every dining experience. The, the unique qualities of it now is gone. Like the unique qualities used to be the food's likely going to come on a plate. <laughs> But now it's like we're all in a pandemic. I was just going to say, because there's some places that are, and it's this is all good stuff, but it takes away from that experience, you know, giving you plastic knives and forks and stuff. And it's like, well, it did, that takes, not that that's not a good thing, but it detracts from the experience yeah. of being in that restaurant. And yeah, I don't know. What about movie theaters? Because same question. That's They're open. They're, they're open for business, but I don't want to go to a movie. It sucked in the first place, to be honest. Yeah. I think in a lot of cases, it was never a good experience. I'm not one of the guys, oh, this is overpriced. It's like, no, you're paying for a shared experience in a, in a room with a bunch of people who watch a giant screen. That's fair. And, you know, they got to make their money. But the the experience itself, like the crappy food and the dirty seats and it's the whole thing is kind of like, it's these guys really need to step up their game. I got dirty seats at home. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> I paid for I paid for some of that VIP stuff. The one I think the last yeah. show we went to, we paid like for a, you know, there's gonna be a big seat. They're gonna bring you food. You're gonna have a beer. It's gonna be great, you know. And it still was like, now I'm just eating, trying to find what's on these nachos in a mm. darkened theater, whispering while I'm watching a movie. It's, it's like, not it's, like I it's just... a cheap experience either. If you go to that, we I think we just went if. We got free tickets because of our points. We got Cineplex cards and all Ugh. that jazz and, you Ugh. know, free tickets. So mm -hmm. that's okay. But mm -hmm. have you been out of town at all? Have you yeah. been around? Yeah. Us too. Yeah, we have. We have. I know that you guys went on a trip, not to get too creepy. Yeah. Um, it's okay. And uh, Keeping my Instagram. It's fine. So do you want to talk about where you went though? Cause yeah. Because I'd be worried about like being a Torontonian and going into the mm -hmm. the rural area. Into the county. Yeah, where people know you ain't from here. Right? <laughs> well, there it seems like no one's, very few people are from there. So that was the deal. So yeah, we went down to Prince Edward County, which is about two hours and change east of Toronto. And it's wine county, wine country. Mm -hmm. And I've uh, I've never done the wine tasting before. It's my first time. Oh, you did that. I, we did the wine tastings. Oh, wow. And this okay. is a good, I wanted to talk about this today because I think it's a good example of this phase three that we're in Yeah. and some things that are really cool and some things that are maybe still on the borderline. I don't know. But uh, on a tangent to that, I think, again, we've talked about this, this 
we're able to explore our own country, our own province, our own things around where we're living during this time because you can't travel internationally and you can't really travel across states or provinces. You can, but it's you shouldn't and it's difficult to do. Right. So I'm, I'm finding that we're doing little day trips and this one was a, a three-day trip, but just around Toronto and around places that I've never been to, never really thought of or wasn't a priority to visit. If you have the option to go to you know, Mexico or Costa Rica or something. That that would, for me was always going to be, well, I'll just do that and I can do the Ontario trips later. But the county was, was great. Great weather. Busy, but you didn't notice it. Like during the day, there was nobody around. We had bicycles, didn't see many people. The vineyards themselves were not that. We, we went during the week. I imagine on the weekends, it's flooded. Um, just when we went for dinner was when it, it seemed busy just because there aren't that many restaurants around. But uh, the wine tasting was very... Interesting. How you, so? You've been before, yeah? Uh, you seem, I like to think that I have, like but a... I haven't. <laughs> oh, okay. I know. I, I strike you as the kind of guy. It's like, of course. <laughs> of course. But no. Because I got well, a whole I, quiz I here for you. with Because the, the thing that I found interesting. You prepped a quiz? There's a pop quiz? <laughs> well, it's a vocabulary quiz. I like this. Oh, yes. <laughs> a wine tasting vocabulary quiz. This is already getting oaky. Because what? Mm-hmm. I learned what that meant too. I didn't even know it's the barrel material. <laughs> yes, That's it what is. <laughs> I'm an unoaked guy myself, but mm, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I I was observing myself, everybody else. I, I'm assuming ninety nine percent of people in the world don't really know much about wine. This is my my assumption. But a hundred percent of people at the tastings, and nobody can see this, but are holding their glasses up, they're doing the swirls, right? <laughs> they're looking at it, they're changing, they're doing the with their mouth. Oh. I'm convinced nobody knows what this means. No one knows what that does. And it's really interesting. Okay. I, I know some of the things I think that are <laughs> happening there, but if you're going to quiz me, I'm, I'm curious. So I also, you know, they give you these menus, which is really cool, but you know, if you look at like a really crappy processed food ingredients list and there's like 19 things on it. So all of these wine menus have lo- a long, struck me with long lists of ingredients in wine. I was very surprised by that. But a lot of them, I have no idea what they mean. So if I say that a wine is flinty, what do you think that means? It's a flinty, flinty? wine. Mm-hmm. I know what I think it means, but I don't know what it actually means. I don't I don't have the answer to this either, by the way. It has oh flint. It has flint? Is that the answer? No, I don't know what flint <laughs> is either. It's, it's, it's a city in oh, Michigan with the water problem. That's what I thought of. It's an object one would use to start a fire, <laughs> right? Uh, um, yeah, another wine had a stony minerality. Oh, fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is going to get explicit. Uh, a if, stony if yeah. minerality. Mm-hmm. Oh God! <laughs> Sip my beer. It's a it's a pretentious activity that all of us can do and enjoy the pretentiousness of it. I think. Well, isn't there though? Like, just to harken back to what you were saying, the the swirling. I think is to. Isn't it checking the viscosity of the wine against the glass to see how it adheres? Because it could be. Like a scotch. You swirl scotch around because you can see like how viscous it is, you know? And then I think the <laughs> over your tongue is because you're you're aerating the the wine, right? You're you're forcing oxygen into the wine to see how it behaves on the palate. 
I've heard all of these things said in movies. That's what they do. TV. I don't. In TV. <laughs> yeah. That's where I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I bought my dad a decanter once for Father's Day. I don't. You're supposed. To, I don't know. I don't know what Does all these he things use do. It? No. There's no, no way he uses it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice thing to buy, though. What do you visualize when you, if you think a wine is racy and refreshing? Oh, jeez. What comes to your mind? <laughs> okay, I feel like if I had too many, I'd be in trouble. And I almost feel a little bad having it at this time of day. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> it's this also like racy. if you apply these to other contexts, it's, it's very interesting. So, uh... It's a cowboy in a glass. Oh, this is a wild ride. That's where mm-hmm. I'm going with this. That's yeah. racy. Yeah, we're going up and down. <laughs> Who knows what happens behind the bar? With your full body. It's a full oh. body. Hello. <laughs> uh, so that's the quiz. That's all I got. That's what I, the ones that stood out to me. Yeah. Did you have, um, were there other like accoutrements? Did you have cheese and crackers and charcuterie or whatever? Oh, it? yes. So there's, you know, the, the bread and the, the vinegar, or the, the oils, and they, some of them have cheese, some of them have cheese for purchase. We, mm. we brought our own cheese. I don't know if you're supposed to do that, but. Uh, Probably not, but you know, COVID. Exactly. It was, it was a great experience, my, my first one, and got to taste a lot of wines I wouldn't have tasted otherwise. And we bought a couple of bottles. But I don't know if you do this. I do the, everything I look at or am around now. I'm thinking how it could be different during COVID versus pre-COVID. Right. And the wine tasting experience to me strikes me as one that might, and I have no idea because this is my first time, might not have changed that much. It's outside anyway. It's a summer fall activity. This doesn't happen right. in the winter, I'm assuming. You're outside, you're sipping wine, people bring you the glasses, they leave. You know, I, I don't... I. I'd be curious, we didn't ask anybody, but I'm curious what might have changed in this from other than just people not showing up and doing it. My experience thus far in doing extracurricular out-of-town activities would be um, there are less tourists, frankly. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we went up for uh, dinner and drinks to meet family. My brother and uh, and sister-in-law were phase three and over to Mont-Tremblant, which is like a, on a good day, about an hour north of where we live. Don't be creepy. And uh, we went up there and it was great because normally you'd have to make a reservation long in advance. It's busy. It's just it's just jammed with Japanese, you know. And we're walking around. And it's like, it's all just Quebecois, chilling. Mm-hmm. It's, you can walk into any restaurant, anytime, sit down, have a nice meal. So there was that, which is kind of sad, right? It's not the spirit of, of what it is. And similarly, my brother was out there golfing and stuff. And he said, it's like, I can just walk up, get a tea time, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to celebrate why that's the case, but at the same time, I feel a little bit like, well, you know, it is what it is it, not to be coy or not to, you know, I, I hate that phrase, but let's, it is what it is. <laughs> we, we get to <laughs> just walk up is. and golf. Yeah. I, it's funny you mention it because we, we're in the throes of deciding where we're going to go for a vacation. And I'm an advocate of vacationing after Labor Day, right? Mm -hmm. I like that as my trigger point. I personally have always found September, first week, best week in the summer. Yep. Best week. Because the weather is, you remember you'd go back to school and be like, damn, the weather is so good. So good. Back in school. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. Plus COVID. So that's, that's normally where I like to take like a week and, and do something. So we were thinking, and again, not to get 
overly personal, but we were thinking, gosh, why don't we just go to Portugal? Like, let's mm. rah, rah. And then we ran through the gamut of what it's like at the airport, what it's like in Portugal, what it's mm. like to sit around with a mask everywhere you go, what it's like to every, everything has that now filter over it. And it sounded like this would actually not be fun. This would probably be more stress inducing to try and constantly maintain the safety of others around you while also trying to enjoy yourself. Right. Uh, so funny enough, now we're just thinking, okay, well, maybe we'll just go east or west. We'll go like to Sassaveur up north or we'll go west to find some whales or east or what, something. I don't know, something. Prince Edward County came up because oh. we've we've gone through there several times. I have family. My grandfather lives there. My aunt, my uncle live that area. And I keep looking at the beaches and the oh, stuff gosh. to do. Did you go to the beach? Oh, yeah. Highly recommend. Dude, you if, definitely oh. should be on the list. It's great. And really? you don't even think it's so in its own thing you, you you look at it and you don't you could be anywhere like you could be in ontario you could be in quebec you could be in iowa you could be in a latin american <laughs> okay. finca right i mean it, it's very beautiful it could be anything and there's the provincial parks there we did mm-hmm. go to sandbanks which is the famous beach awesome beach white sand the best beach i've ever seen in canada not known for its beaches obviously really um it was busy but if you're going after labor day i mean that's my that's my thought. That would be great, you know, and get a get a bicycle and bike around, do some wine tours. It was great, and I'm really happy that I've been able to check out some other spots around Ontario that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. It's great. It's about a three and a half four hour drive our way to get okay. there. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe three and a half hours. There was a lot so. of French spoken there, so it's it's. I think I was estimating it's like halfway between where you are and where we are, but maybe a bit more towards us still, but. Okay. Clearly, lots of um, Quebecois tourists over there too. So sure, sure. All right. Well, then you know, I'm kind of convinced. Okay. Kind of convinced. You'd, I, I've always wanted to, and again, I think if we go during the week, then there's not going to be anybody there. I think you'd like it. The wineries are all not that far away from each other. It's easy to get a bike and bike between. I mean, you could. I mean, people were driving, and maybe not the best idea. But if you got a bicycle, you can kind of go. And the prices are reasonable. I mean, it's like three bucks a glass or something. You know. Yeah. It's good. And you can get some Flint. BYO cheese. BYO cheese. That's it. Okay. Well, this um, this is the ISOcast. Oh, I'm Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Remember? Uh, I'm Woody in phase three. And this has been the ISOcast. Cast. <laughs>